This episode of Says Who is brought to you by you. Through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who our Patreon where pretty much every Sunday you get an entire another episode of this very podcast. You get me and Maureen all over again if you give it the five or ten dollar a month level. That ten dollar a month level also gets you a sticker in the mail every month because you become a member of the says who sticker club. The best club just of any club better than the chess club better than the synchronized swimming club <laughs> patreon.com slash are you okay who. are you okay <laughs> i have a lot going on in my brain okay all right all right <laughs> hey it's me it's me maureen your friend hey i got a book of torah this week uh, i'm gonna talk this way the entire time oh boy yeah <laughs> oh no all right I'm not. Don't worry. But I might. Uh, no, I'm not. Uh, one event will have already passed by the time this comes out. So I'm going to start here. This week I am on tour. We'll talk more about that later. But Friday the 13th. That's wrong. I have to fix that on my site. <laughs> Thursday the 12th. I'll be in Washington, D.C. at Politics. I just put this in, so that's why it's wrong. I'll be at Politics and Prose at the Cleveland Park with... with okay. So it's at the Cleveland Park Library in conjunction with Politics and Prose, Washington, D.C., 6 p.m. I will be in Houston at Murder by the Book, 6.30 p.m. on Friday. Saturday, San Antonio, I'm in your face at Nowhere Bookshop at 6 p.m. <gasps> Sunday, I'm at uh, I'm in San Luis Obispo, California at Barnes & Noble, 3 p.m. Middle of Sunday, 3 p.m. San Luis Obispo. If you live anywhere in the California area, Please come out. This is a new kind of venue. I'm going there. I really wanted to go there because one of my best friends lives there and it's beautiful. And not that, I don't feel like that they have that many events there. And I'm like, please, San Luis Obispo, please come out Sunday, 3 p.m. It's and in then, the middle so everyone can come. Yeah, it is a pretty good location. And then yeah. Wednesday, uh, 6.30 p.m., I'm in Boulder at Boulder Bookstore. I really need to fix this. So just keep talking. I'm going <laughs> to fix this. Well, this is all in support of Maureen's brand new book, Nine Liars, which I read and is great and which Janice is reading right now. And she's Stay like, here. this is so good. And it is, in fact, good. And you can get it at bookstores. If you happen to be at a location that Maureen is in, you can get it from her and get it signed by her. But if you are on the Internet and you just need to buy a book, you can always go to kickbezosintheballs.org, our own little bookshop where you can get that book or other books. Do you need me to keep talking? No, I've done it. I fixed it. Excellent. Kick Bezos in the balls.org. And since you're buying things on the internet, why not also mosey on over to merch.sayswhopodcast.com where you can get an array of Says Who Podcast merchandise. Merch.sayswhopodcast.com. I'm really glad you it's wanted me to fix that. <laughs> really glad you wanted me to pull that up because... Uh... We'll get there. Ah, uh, Maureen. Yep. Is everything okay? Got the passport. I've got the um. This okay. Let me get my clipboard out. All right. I mean, my packing list on it. You can see I print of, out. Mm -hmm. See that? I see. That's yeah, my packing I see that. List. 
It's called the master. It's called the master packing list. It's nothing's filled out yet. Um, But I've got, as soon as I do all the laundry in the hallway, pay all the bills, do all the expense accounts, update the website, answer all the emails and do five, no, eight, eight interviews today. I will be in good position for the rest of the stuff I have to do today. Sounds great. Then, then we are past the point of catching up and we are now, it's the day of the show, y'all. And whatever's done <laughs> is done. It's go time. little frown that time because i was i was leaving a lot of pauses and i could tell he was waiting for me to do it i was we were doing the back and the forth and then i think he then he just kind of got tired of waiting and you just have to wait Mm -hmm. for that nanosecond where he just tires out a little bit Mm -hmm. that's when you land it and it is worth it 100 percent of the time to says who the podcast that isn't a podcast it's a coping strategy i'm dan sinker i'm maureen johnson how does this help in terms of coping for you which part? The part I don't know. where you just wait to annoy me every week? Yes. That part is less coping. But you know, you know. I find it really uh energizing. I mean, I'm glad for you. I'm happy for you. Well, Dan, um welcome back. Thanks. Is this our first <laughs> wait, did we do one last week? We did do one last week. You know, it's funny that you mentioned that because I sat down to do the notes and I was all, oh, it's the first says who of the new year. But it's not. We did one last week. I did it from Philly. Yeah. And my microphone wasn't working. So, okay, that's right. I don't know. I don't know where I am or what's. I have only a tenuous grip on the date right now. My kids, so most people's schools were out like the week before Christmas and then out the week between Christmas and New Year's. So most people I know, their kids have been back in school since like the second or third. My kids' schools decided that a proper way to do winter break would be to have the kids in school until Christmas Eve, then the two weeks of winter break are the week between Christmas and New Year's and all of last week. So my kids are only just now going back to school, which has me completely confused as to what day it is, what year Mm. it is. It feels they've been out of school for two weeks, but it feels like it has been months Mm. and not necessarily in a bad way. Right. it, it boggles my mind that they have only been out of school for two weeks. And I guess it's been a little longer than two weeks because of weekends and things like that. But still. Right. It's been a long run. And I don't know what day it is anymore. What day did we record bonuses? Was that Saturday night? Saturday yes. night. Yeah. I absolutely. I just do stuff until I fall asleep. And then I wake up and keep doing stuff until I fall asleep. So I, I honestly... You know, not traveling for a long time and then going back on tour has done such a number on my brain that I am absolutely lost in space and time. I was in San Diego this week 
Um, yeah. I, I it still, was, why did you do one day in San Diego, hmm. which is all the fucking way across the country from where you are, then fly back? And yes. then you're going to be back out on the West Coast in like a couple of days. Well, because I have four stops in other cities between then. Right. But like, couldn't the San Diego one have been when you were out on the West Coast? Originally, it was. Okay. Originally, it was. But All then right. my friend Holly Black, whose book The Stolen Air is out and crushing it and like is number one everywhere and is just absolutely one of the biggest books in America right now and rightly so and I'm so proud of her and she's the best was doing an event at Mysterious Galaxy. I was also going to be doing an event at Mysterious Galaxy just later on and we said let's put them together. So I came out to basically wow. join up with Holly's there event so we could be together. And That's I will, friendship right there. I will continue to be with Holly uh, in the UK. I, I will rejoin her there. So just to talk to her for a second. Okay. You listed off a bunch of dates. Yes. In, you know, arguably a vaguely confusing way because you kept changing the dates just at the start right. of this call. Right. But those dates only brought us to next week, mm -hmm. which is wild because you listed a lot of dates. Right. When, what are the dates after that? Because you are in the UK. Yes. Soon, I, right? I fly, so the dates in the UK are the 1st, the 2nd, and the 3rd of February. Got it. Um, the 1st is in London. I think that's already sold out. That's with Holly. The 2nd is still TBA because they're still securing the venue. Um, and it's either in Cheltenham or Bath. And we just don't have the info yet. That's just me. And then right now it's just me. It might be with somebody else. And then the third is in Edinburgh. That's with Holly. I think there are still tickets on sale. I love it. I love it. And then I, I come home. I to the UK. And then are you done? I'm done the tour. Right. I do events again. I know I have events in March and April. Like I know I go to we Texas in March. I go to Los Angeles in April. Um, oh, that's nice. For the LA Times We need Festival. to figure out a date for you out here. It would be fun. Well, you look, if I could, I'll set up, we'd set up a one-off in Chicago and I could come. Yeah, we'll do it. I can make but, that happen. Dan, I am not caught up on all of things. Really? That's surprising to me. Everything I listed was real in the beginning. That was just me looking around like I. You've been traveling for a month, essentially. Yep. Yep. And you have about a month of travel still to come. Yes. Yes, that's right. So, and in, interlaid in there were holidays celebrated with two different sets of family. Yeah. And your book came out. So, yes. I don't doubt that you're not caught up. You're going to not be caught up for a while. And that's okay. I mean, Embrace I, it. The way I've kind of thought about this year is that I don't have to worry about January. January is just a roller coaster ride I take. I don't have to actually plan anything until February because January just, I just have to ride the ride this yeah. fucking Bronco that is a month. Absolutely. Sit. And just I get home January by the by the short hairs. Oh my goodness! Hey. Oh boy. Oh. 
Um, that was a, that was a real mistake there. That was a mistake, Dan. You made a mistake. Yeah. I just also looked over and saw that my wall calendar. I haven't purchased a new one yet. It's oh. just chaos in here, Dan. It's just packing stuff, bags, boxes, laundry, like fifteen piles of laundry. Uh, I'm waiting on a new suitcase. Right, Buy a new suitcase, Dan. That needs to show up, like oh, today. Oh, it's good that you know about that. That means I must have ordered it on Friday, on Saturday. You mentioned it. You mentioned it when we recorded bonus episodes. I also mentioned something on the bonus that I think you so disgusted you that I'm really excited to hear what people think about it. I don't remember this. The at work all. guy. This guy. Oh God! Yeah, that's this upcoming Sunday's episode. That was not it's this up- past Sunday's. Oh really? You guys yeah. are in for a real treat. Oh, God, no, you're not. It's actually not, it's not gross, gross. It's not like barf gross. It's just like, no, it's just it's disturbing. It's just a beautiful story of, it's not. did you think less of me? I did not think less of you. I think a lot of that episode was whether or not I thought less of you. I don't think mm. less of you. Right. Uh, but it was gross enough and disturbing enough that I literally didn't remember a single thing when right. you mentioned I had purged it from my brain. I had hit the eject button and it was just out. It's a it's a beautiful thing to be a woman at work. And it's just I sucked uh, that shit out the airlock. On my first day going to one of my jobs when I got this editorial position some time ago in one walk down the block to my new place, two guys grabbed me and the last guy leaned over and sniffed me. And that was in Uh, one block on my first day to my new job. It's no good. So there's a lot of this, Dan. There's a lot of like, you take, you know, so if you get something that comes along that you can use, you're like, all right, you didn't need to At least use this that one's one, a though. what? I yeah, I know. That's why you think less I, of me. I don't. But Dan. I don't. But Maureen. This has been a week a poppin' with the news. It has been a week a poppin' with the news. It's so it's much true. so that I actually followed the news. I attempted to follow news on a plane and then stumbled in from San Diego at midnight and turned the news back on. Well, we will talk about the news domestically. Oh, yeah, there's lots to talk about. Because the thing we need to talk about first is that yesterday, just two days after the three-year anniversary of January 6th, we saw an exact repeat happen in Brazil with supporters of ousted President Jair Bolsonaro storming Brazil's capital, Supreme Court, and presidential compound in Brasilia, Brazil. It was scenes with full-on deja vu with rioters climbing onto the rooftops, breaking windows, getting into the buildings, trashing the buildings, waving flags, wearing yellow and green colors of Brazil. It looked so much like January 6th that to me it like triggered PTSD memory. Mm. It was fucking wild. Just like in D.C., police presence was minimal. It took hours to muster the forces necessary to, to get everyone out. Few differences... Once they cleared those buildings, the rioters were actually arrested right then. So that seems like maybe they did something right there. Also, none of the governmental bodies were in session, as opposed to January 6th, where, of course, the House and the Senate were in session. Uh, So the buildings were mostly empty. uh, And the new government was already in power at this point. Uh, Lula 
the new president of Brazil was sworn in on the first. So uh, this was absolutely a coup attempt. Who knows what the ramifications of all of it are going to be? Where where uh, are they? So the buildings are clear. Buildings are clear, but trashed. Apparently, they right. um, they broke into the fire hoses in inside buildings and just like hosed down buildings. The Supreme Court, uh, like main justice room, was super trashed. I guess because Bolsonaro really hates the Supreme Court, so uh, that was like extra extra level of trashing. Um, but they did arrest folks. Now, one thing that's a little bit weird, Maureen. Mm-hmm. Seems like maybe there's a reason all of this seems so similar. Here's a headline from the Washington Post, November 23rd, 2022. Headline reads, Trump aides Bannon Miller advising the Bolsonaros on next steps. Mm-hmm. Subhead, some allies yeah. and advisors want the Brazilian president to contest his election loss to Lula. Others want a global fight over free speech. Steve Bannon. Don't. No. Stop it. All right, go and on. And Jason Miller. Okay. Have been advising Bolsonaro about his post-election strategy. More than that, he's not even in Brazil right now. Yeah. Because he flew to celebrate New Year's Eve at Mar-a-Lago. Sure. So that he sure. wasn't present in Brazil for the inauguration. Great. It's awesome. He... I up until this morning, I thought he was staying at Mar-a-Lago and I think he may have stayed at Mar-a-Lago for a few days, but he is actually living outside Orlando, very close to Disney World right now. Cool. I was thinking he has a pass. He is staying in the home of mixed martial artist, ultimate fighting featherweight champion, former featherweight champion, Jose Aldo. He's staying in his vacation home, which Maureen, you can rent. Okay. Just $519 a night. That is actually not that bad, Dan. I know. I know. The whole house? I was able to pull the listing up from EncoreReunion.com, which uh, offers, I think that the home itself is in the Encore Resort. And so it is, uh, this is the actual home, Jose Aldo's vacation home property description. This luxurious two-story house with eight bedrooms and 5.5 bathrooms is the perfect place to call home on your Orlando vacation. Gourmet kitchen with all the utensils and appliances you will need during your stay. Plenty of seating in the dining room and at the kitchen bar. All rooms have flat-screen televisions. All rooms have flat-screen televisions. That's important. Head out through the sliding glass doors and you will find your private pool and spa with lounge chairs, tables, and chairs. A perfect way to end a long day by relaxing in the pool. Okay, Here's what I'm going to say about this house. Yeah. That I'm I'm clicking through and I know that you want me to see something in particular, but I have I have a special link for you after we've discussed this listing. This is a nice house, but it is yeah. not what I was expecting. It is just a house in a development. It's a plain box sort of a house. Yeah. It's a very nice you know, it's a big, well, you know, but very blandly appointed. Everything is is cream and polished shiplap looking. Yep. Um, it's just various shades of, of top and white. Um, there's a, and a lot of little Disney Mickeys. 
yep. tucked around for color, but it is as bland a rental property as you're ever going to see. Yes. Um, so this is really not what I, and it has no like real landscaping and it's just yeah, in the middle the, of a neighborhood. The photo of the yard, it's like there is another very large house smack right next to it. Yeah, it's literally in the middle. It looks like a, like a suburban development. It's absolutely yeah. surrounded by houses. So if you're the president, or excuse me, ex-president of Brazil, you're just hanging out by the grill with all the neighbors because it's just, it's this is weird. Not what yeah. I expected. Also, it says it there's a communal weird. pool. So is that not their pool? I think that that is their pool, but it's a small pool. I think that the, this is like a rental. Oh, that is a small pool. Yeah, this is like the small, your own little dipping pool. I think there's right. a communal pool because this is like a larger resort. Oh, I see. Oh, thing. oh, now I see the top banner. Yeah, okay. So it's one of those places that's like a suburban development, but in the middle, it's like a little play area. And yeah, yeah. Okay. Claims to be five minutes from Disney with free shuttle to theme parks. We could rent this. We could totally rent this. Do you want to rent I mean, this I when think, we go to... I think we couldn't rent it right now. What happens no, but... if I hit book now? Oh, you got to phone in to book it. Okay. Well, Dan, it's if you want... starting from 519 tonight. I think that, especially for all of us, like, this is a great option. There's a pretty... The, the water slides, if you scroll down to the bottom, there's a different angle on this. I'm assuming this oh. is the same development. Those are some big water slides, actually. Oh, yeah. Look at that. All right. But Maureen... Let's, do... Let's dance. Oh, let's definitely dance because I would like to now direct you to the YouTube link that I have uh, queued up to right. a specific time. This is a Brazilian house tour of Jose Aldo's home. And I would like you to step us through the room that the host All right, walks I've got into it ready to go. at okay. the point. Okay. And I would like you to, in real time, narrate this reveal all right she's about she's going down the hallway to a door we're just now she's in front of a door she's about to open a door and the fuck <laughs> oh 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 god okay all right scratch Everything I said about the last the last version of it that I was looking through, they have updated the decor. And let me tell you something, Dan. We are renting this house now. <laughs> because this is a room entirely dedicated to minions. And when I say dedicated to minions, that hit play again. <gasps> what? What? <laughs> what the fuck? I wish I understood Portuguese because I'm desperate to know what this woman is saying about that. All right. My favorite so, part when she's speaking is when she goes, minions. Minions, like that you get. And she is like, yeah. it is definitely got minions on it. So it is, the walls are decorated in minions. Like, well, minion wallpaper and, like, specialty Floor wallpaper. Floor to ceiling. Floor to ceiling. Minion. Then they've got, like, bars and minion, like, stuffed minions clinging, like, physical minions 
dripping down from the ceiling. The beds have special minion themed, but not like not like you'd buy in a store, but just the color themes mm-hmm. of minions. So they're clearly yeah. bespoke. I'm rewinding this to get sexy. Stop it. Stop. Okay. There it is. I can see it now. So bespoke, they do have some minions on them, but they're clearly very, they look very fancy. Every single pillow is a minion. Every single one. Then there are stuffed minions on top of that. So it's just many layers of minions. And then very fancy and elegant um, headboards that are not minions, that are a deep blue kind of art deco. Those I love. Though they do kind of look like cartoon hands. They do look like cartoon hands, but they are all the, oh my God, like. The you also you left look, out that the pillowcases are just a single minion eye. A single minion eye. That's why I'm getting that now. Everywhere you look, there are more minions. Like there are little tiny minions, minions from the ceilings. To, like everywhere you look is minions. Okay. Now, if if you let it play, she they have another room. The next room down that she opens is okay. entirely Moana themed. Uh, okay, I'm letting it play then. She is, I think, I can't tell. She's very professional, but I think she's trying to keep her cool about this. Oh, (laughs) that is. I like this one more. It's because I like the Moana theme more. The minion room will just keep you up all night. That room is like, hello. And this room is more tropical. Like you feel like you might be able to rest with Moana, but with the minions, you don't sleep. Um, but the Moana room also contains a full wall wallpaper of yes. Moana and uh, I think and it's thing, Maui. And things hanging from the ceiling that look like palm fronds. And Okay, so which room are you sleeping in? It's the minion room is truly unhinged. I think Bolsonaro is 100% in the minion room. <laughs> you are the ex-president dictator of Brazil. You could stay anywhere you wanted, anywhere, and you're here. I just want to say that. Yeah. You could stay anywhere. Minions. You're in the minion room. Minion. My dog is being a real minion right now, I just have to say. This is, we're recording earlier than normal, and this is her plate. Like, oh, I think she's laying down. Please lay down. Please, oh, she's laying down. This is around the time that she decides that she has to come over and be seen and maybe go for a walk and just like this is when we walk this is so sorry about that you're gonna hear a little bit of a minion my own little minion in the background <laughs> um have you ever seen a minion film yeah i have i've there. never I mean, seen a minion film you know what they're funny those little minions are they? they are they are funny i've never okay. seen all of them but like they're in the first the first one with grew i don't despicable know. me that's where they were introduced I have a child and i never saw them Despicable Me was a funny movie. My child, who was definitely of age during the Despicable Me era, I think he saw those, but I never did. They say things like "banana." They're funny. They're always getting into trouble. They are the look. The animators and the writers who created those. There's some funny little gags in there. They're funny. Yeah, they're funny. The funniest gag is that the ex president of Brazil is now staying in a home with an entire room dedicated to the minions. Honestly, checks out. Yeah, but so that's going down in Brazil. Right. Now Meanwhile, let's talk about min- 
minions. <laughs> yes, no kidding. In Back in the U.S., the minions Banana. were also hard at work. Banana. On the literal, actual three-year anniversary of January 6th, the lawmakers who were complicit in those riots cemented their power in the Capitol. When Republican Kevin McCarthy was finally elected Speaker of the House after four absolutely bonkers days and 15 rounds of voting that saw the far right wing of the Republican Party, the very same people that were engaged in January 6th shenanigans, essentially take the entire voting system hostage until they got their way. Now, Maureen, we did record an episode in 2023, which was last week, and we recorded it on a Monday. And it came out on a Wednesday. And I said very specifically on the in between these two days, they are voting on the Speaker of the House. And there it seems that it may not go well, but most likely the status quo will hold and Kevin McCarthy will emerge Speaker of the House. I was not wrong. It did not go well. The status quo did eventually hold. I did not think it was going to last four days. Right. I thought maybe they'd have a couple of rounds of voting. But instead, uh, after the first day of voting, January 3rd, the day that traditionally the Speaker of the House would be elected and the new members of the House would or not even just new members, all members of the House, because every two years, the House gets refreshed. uh, All the members of the House would be sworn in. Uh, Instead... The first day of voting ended after three rounds of votes, with McCarthy having not clinched the majority of the votes for Speaker because 19 Republicans voted for someone else, a far larger number than he was expecting, and he needed a majority of the votes. Uh, The reason why last week I said that it may not go well for him is because their majority is so slim. There are four votes that separate uh, between the Republicans and the Democrats. So you really need every Republican to go along. But the thing that the Republicans have become is they don't really like to go along. They just like to be pieces of shit. And so there are a lot of pieces of shit now in the in the Republican House. And so they were causing trouble. Uh, every Democrat voted for Democrat Hakeem Jeffries, who is the uh, the minority whip in the House or the, the, the head of the minor, whatever it is called. I'm, my brain is not functional. You're great. Um, not really. Uh, prior to the actual vote, there was speculation from the McCarthy camp that some Democrats might vote present instead of voting for Jeffries, which would have reduced the overall votes necessary for a majority. This is a key element of the entire thing, because uh, you have to secure a majority of the body to become Speaker of the House. But if a person votes present, that reduces the overall number that you need to hit to get a majority. So the belief, or at least the belief, I would like to think that some Democrat leaked this to McCarthy people just to really set them up for, to be fucked with. But their belief was that there would be some Democrats who would not want to see shenanigans go down. And so they would vote present to reduce the overall threshold, knowing that they there was going to be some number of Republicans that were going to hold out for Kevin McCarthy. Also important coming into this, Matt Gatz, absolute human piece of fecal matter, hmm. 
almost an insult to fecal matter calling him that. Hates Kevin McCarthy. (laughs) Hates him. Absolutely detests the man. They, there is no love lost between the two of these people. So that was a key. So they, they knew already that there were some people that were just never going to vote for Kevin McCarthy. And so the, the hope was that Democrats were going to give him a leg up by at least a few of them voting present. That did not happen. Across all of the votes that Democrats held strong, always voted for Jeffries. Um, so they were 100% wrong with that. So with 19 Republicans against McCarthy... They called another vote. They got another 19 against him. Then they called another vote, and then they got 20. At that point, they called the day uh, and voted to adjourn. They almost couldn't adjourn because Democrats voted not to adjourn, and the uh, piece-of-shit Republicans almost voted along those lines, but then they finally did agree to adjourn. The next day, they came in confident. They'd leaked a bunch of stuff to the press about how he'd made all of these compromises and that they were absolutely going to get the votes this time. They got 20 votes against them again. They voted three more times that day and still got 20. (laughs) It's worth noting at this point, Maureen, that until there was a Speaker of the House, there were literally no House members. Right. All these people were not sworn in. You had a bunch of new people who had brought their families to witness this. So there are babies on the floor. People were bringing their dogs because there's no rules, too. That literally there were no rules. Anything went. C-SPAN was able to film in ways that they are not normally able to film because there were no fucking rules. I'd have brought a monkey. Can you imagine bringing a monkey? Just Ah. let it loose. Anyway, Thursday, this is now three days, two days into, uh, two days after they thought it would be done. They still had 20 votes against McCarthy across four more rounds of voting. No matter what he was doing. His jaw got tighter and tighter, just that little rictus grin of, ah, ah. I mean, that dude must just really appreciate getting to ride the nut kicking machine. Because he was riding it over and over and over again. He liked it. He loved it. Hey, like, what's one up? One more time. Oh, boy. What's up? I thought I heard my name. I mean, it need... wasn't really your name. Do you need me? I mean, not really. Whose nuts do I have to kick? I mean, I'll, Kevin McCarthy's. I'll, you got it. He doesn't like my man. I'll take the shoe. We'll take care of it. All I'm right. Made for kicking. How low are they? Uh, well, he's not as he's not as old as your as your man. Right. So they're so probably still low. riding pretty mid level. Gross. Gross. <laughs> if they're not belong the late below the knee, they're not appealing to me. I'm well working on my rhyme still. <laughs> oh no. Oh, no. Oh, no. I like them sort of ankle, ankle height. That's what Mm. I'm going for. That's what I'm talking about. (sighs) How do you feel? Why are you making that face? I feel gross. That's the way I like it. Uh, Anyway. (sighs) Okay. Kevin McCarthy 
ensured that he'd get to keep riding the ball kicking machine Hello. by making a raft of concessions on Thursday night after the fourth round failed. Uh, the concessions are are many. We, as they begin to adopt actual rules, we'll see how they actually codify. But one of them ensures that one Republican can call for a no-confidence vote on the speaker at any time. So that should go great so, for everyone. So basically, they're going to swear, they're going to get sworn in, and then every single day there's going to be a no-confidence vote. I mean, I wouldn't entirely write that off. <laughs> the late Thursday night concessions seemed like they were going to be enough. They thought they had the votes. They showed up. The 12th vote happens. And there are 14 new votes for McCarthy, but still seven people that are voting for other people. The vote fails a fucking again. 13th vote saw one more person flip to McCarthy, bringing the total number of votes for McCarthy, new votes for McCarthy, to 15. But that's still not enough because six people are voting for other people. Right. And again, they need almost everyone or they need people to vote present, which was not happening. At that point, it's fucking pure bedlam. It's late. Donald Trump starts calling people. There's a photograph of Marjorie Taylor Greene who's holding a phone up to another representative. Turns out it's uh, a guy named Matt Rosendale. You can see on the phone, it says from DT. He's putting his hand out to refuse the phone call. So like Trump is trying to do stuff. He called Matt Getz. You know, there there is full bedlam on the floor of the House. But finally, they thought they had the votes at the 14th round. So the way these votes work, they are roll call votes. So they go in alphabetical order and you say who you're voting for or you say that you're voting present. If you are not in the room at that time, your name goes to the bottom of the list and they will call you again. So they get to Matt Getz and he ran out to the bathroom. So he does not get he does. His vote does not get recorded. It all comes down to his vote. He is finally present. They run through the whole thing. The expectation here is that he's voting McCarthy and he votes present, which initially people thought would make the threshold work and that McCarthy would win. And so Republicans start cheering. And then suddenly they realize the math doesn't add up and McCarthy still didn't fucking get the votes. <sighs> people are running up to Matt Getz yelling there's now a very famous photo of Representative Mike Rogers from Alabama who came barreling down the aisle lunges at Getz gets grabbed by the neck and pulled backwards they finally realize that they're not getting anywhere they decide that they need to adjourn for the weekend this is 14 votes. They're going to adjourn for the entire weekend. It's already past midnight at this point. They're voting to adjourn. And then suddenly they get a breakthrough. They yell and, you know, pass the word around. McCarthy changes his adjournment vote to don't adjourn, 
which triggers another this, speaker vote. This is the time I stumbled in from the airport and turned on the TV, which Oscar was like, yeah. you're watching this? I was like, I'm awake. I'm on California time and I'm watching this. <laughs> they go through the vote. All six holdouts. Instead of voting for other people, all of them vote present. They still don't vote for McCarthy. They all vote present, which lowers the threshold enough that McCarthy is able to finally achieve a majority of the votes. After 15 rounds of voting, four days becomes the fucking Speaker of the House. But the best part, Dan, was the part where, and I watched this live, and like everyone else, I said, what just happened? So this Representative Mike Rogers from Alabama yeah. comes running down oh, yeah. and lunges, lunges at Matt Gatt. And I was, I was like, finally, so this is it, something worth watching. Let's go. Let's dance. <laughs> A hero emerges. This guy was, they, someone grabbed him, not by, by the neck, but by the face. They yeah. pulled him back by the face. There was that whole, all these people, so there's Matt Getz, this giant fucking forehead and his stupid shitting and grin, just, and that, and he's sitting next to his best friend, Lauren Bobert, who always has listed on her face. Like she just, everything about her demeanor is this. Yeah. Uh, I'm so, I have to look at my, oh, hey, <laughs> I got my dog excited. Sit. She's very agitated, you guys. I'm sorry. She's ready to walk. Uh, Matt Getz is sitting there. Little bow tie guy. I just referred to him as bow tie guy. Is like on his knees, talking to him in conference. Next to him on the left, I remember was a guy holding a a Bible. He was just yeah. carrying around a Bible. I don't know sure. who that guy was. So a Bible guy was on the left. Bow tie guy is there, and then Mike Rogers, my, one of my new boyfriends. <laughs> he joins Carter Page and Sam Nunberg. Oh boy, what a list. And being one of my boyfriends lunges at Matt Getz physically. Yeah. And I, like everyone else, was there for it. Grab that goddamn guy. <sighs> it is it, it is a situation where everyone is fucking terrible. Mm -hmm. You don't want to root for anyone in this situation. No. They're all the worst. But, I do appreciate just how everyone absolutely fucking hates each other. Mm. Nobody These, wants this is day one of this Congress. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. These guys hate each other. Yeah. It is also worth pointing out that Democratic Representative Katie Porter, who's generally pretty awesome, there was there were all sorts of incredible photographs coming out of that night. But there's a photograph of her calmly sitting, reading a book, hardback book, very big book cover title, clearly doing it to for this photograph. Book is titled The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah, I'm mixed on that one because I feel her in the moment at the same time. I don't know. Like, I don't know about that one. I'm mixed really? on it. Yeah. Talk, talk me through it. I know where she's coming from, but 
we desperately have to give all of our fucks. Yes. And I don't know. Like, I get it. I don't know, Dan. I get it. To me, the message was simply like, these clowns can fucking fight as long as they want. Like, well, the thing is, I'm not going to take the bait. No, it's you don't take the bait. But at the same time, there. That was, you know, a week of no legislation. It was a week of no part of the. I'm so just oh, tired of the it clown was the show. first of many, many. Oh, I, nothing's many going to weeks happen. Of no it's, legislation. That's a, like it's. Yeah, I don't know, Dan. I'm just ah, fuck all of these people. The only oh, yeah. one I had interest in was the guy that tried to grab <laughs> Matt Getz by the neck. I was like, finally, okay, let's Should go. Just lock those two dudes in the minions room. Only one person emerges. uh, uh, Matt gets 100% a guy that would not be able to take a punch. Oh, no. No, there's no way. He would just crumple like he was made of porcelain. That big forehead is just screaming for it. And I'm not a person that advocates violence. I'm not a violent person in any way. I don't even really watch violence. I just... But... If we don't do something, like something drastic, we're so fucked. Yeah. And I I realized that was just another garbage person lunging for a garbage person. But at the same time, I was like, finally, something that interests me. (laughs) Lunging for Matt Getz interests me. Yeah. It's relatable. It's relatable content. Okay, my dog has just stolen... Your heart? Oh, it's a pair of woolen tights. She has been fighting for my attention this entire recording. She has been grabbing bags. Now she's grabbing well, things she out knows. of the laundry she's basket. She's like, you're going again. Yeah. She can, it's as soon as I start. It's this, it's this time of the morning is her like, I'm a little bit antsy. I probably have to poop for the second time. Yeah. Aren't we going to go walk for a coffee and then I poop and bark at dogs and then that's something we do. And then maybe we go to Petco and buy some food. So she has been fighting for my attention. Well. Much like the House of Representatives. <laughs> except I love her. Yeah. And she can do no wrong, except when she's being a monkey. Banana. Except when she's eating things. She doesn't eat them. She just moves them around. She never destroys the In stuff. In her she mouth. Just, she just does it for attention. Like she'll steal my pajamas and run to the other room and go, ta-da, and then just leave them in the carpet. Just drop them. Be like, chase me. I used to live in a two flat where uh, we lived on one level and then our friends lived on the second level. So it was just like one big friend house. And uh, the friends on the on the first floor. He had a dog and that dog would not just kind of move things around in their mouth. It would full on eat everything. And it was just like the inventory of any given day was like, well, the dog ate the remote control. I guess I'll see that in the morning because it would come out the next day. Yeah. Like it wasn't just like, I will chew this up and destroy it. It is. I will chew this up and swallow it. I remember one day there was a remote control and a spatula all in one day. (laughs) Like, I mean, just everything went through that dog. It was kind of impressive. Yeah. Now she's just a mover around her. Yeah. And then a barker, just a little. And, and then she does what I call goober teeth, which is this. 
Okay. Then nobody that means I want to play and or poop. You it's usually your sort of the same. Bottom teeth out. Uh, Ooh, teeth. Well, Ooh, teeth. let's let you go and play with your dog and also get you. I'm, I'm going to walk get her. Get you moving toward your next destination. While we've been talking, si- like four emails have come in, like, do this right now, do this right now. Dan, it's. It's fine. Says who? Uh, is made possible by you through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who our See Patreon, you guys on tour. Please come out. Please come out. All when over I, again. Next week, I'll be recording from California. Hey. San Luis Obispo. Nice. My friend's house. Fun. I like that. San Luis Obispo is a nice town. Sure is. You really should go to Hearst Castle. It's very close by and very weird. We uh we have done also the it might boat. be elephant seal season. I've seen the seals. Uh, we've gone out. We also have seen the otters. Yeah, she lives like under a mile from the most beautiful beach. It is crazy. Those central ri- coast beaches are amazing. It is real living out there. Oh yeah, yeah. They're not messing around. They're not messing every, around with that kind of living. Every time I go, to, I went to San Diego this week, and I was like. It's just amazing and even and soft here because it's the yeah. you know the middle of winter. You can eat outside. Everyone's like mm-hmm. casual and yeah. Makes me nervous. Life makes me very nervous. Oh man! If only, if only. Anyway, says who is made possible by you through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who. Our theme music is performed by Ted Leo. Our logo is designed by Darth. You can contact us at says who podcast on Twitter at says who at OMFG town on Mastodon. Hey, that is H E Y at says who podcast.com via email. You can join the discussion on Facebook at slash group slash says whovians. Our Facebook group is moderated by Janice Dillard and there's the fan run discord server at tinyurl.com slash says who discord. However you're in touch, be in touch. We like to hear from you and also spread the word, subscribe. Please leave stars and reviews on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever it is that you listen. And you can join us next week, January 18th. Maureen will be fine. I am. I'm fine. For our next episode. I'm and just going to fix this. my basement in Chicago. Because it says I wick. am Dan... I know, but it doesn't matter. I've already said that part. All right. Well, I'm changing it back to Weck then. Okay, that's fine. Join us next Weck. Next Weck. I you see. The thing is, Maureen, I'm a professional. I saw that, and I said week anyway. Mm-hmm. I knew that Weck isn't a word. Someone and that it really, was just me very rapidly typing notes. Someone very lovely tweeted at me and said, "I found a typo in Nine Liars." And every time, because that happens, there are typos in oh, every yeah. book. Even though like they go through all those these typo correcting processes and copy yeah. edits, there's always something. And every time I die inside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there are always well-meaning people that point out typos and uh... No, I and by the way, if it's you, I thank you. It's not you. It's just no. the fact that they're there is what makes me die inside. <laughs> yeah. 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 Anyway. I'll find Dan. For my basement in Chicago, I'm Dan Sinker. Are you? Yep. You just you just like switched off. I'm just thinking. I'm like, put my hat. Maureen, put my power hat down. My Maureen has hat on. put on her captain's hat that I sent her over my headphones. The final episode of 2022. Some of you might 
have listened and remember. The end devolved into chaos. Maureen Did singing it? Yacht Rock and the dog if barking you like, like mad. Oh, no. And getting caught in the rain. If and you are not she was into doing yoga, it, I ordered her half a, a captain's hat. If you're not making love embroidered on the side. By the dunes, by the cape. Something, something, so, or something. I come with me and escape. If you like me, Johnson signing off. What's another Yacht Rock song? Just anything Jimmy Buffett, I guess. I think of like, uh, like, uh, it, there, wasn't there a whole web series about Yacht Rock at one point? There's a lot of it. I, but I would say, because uh, there's a band called Captain and Tennille where the, the captain actually wore a captain's hat. So I always assume that qualifies. Um, but I would say Jimmy Buffett, probably. Stepped on a pop. Yes, up. there was. Ran and found this was an found. early internet, 2005. Yacht Rock, online video series following the fictionalized lives and careers of American soft rock stars of the late 1970s and early 1980s. Uh, oh, yeah, the Doobie Brothers. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, Hall and Oates. Hall and Oates class of, uh, qualifies, huh? The Eagles. Okay. Steely Dan. All right. I'll uh, fuck with oh, some Steely Dan. Oh, sailing, naturally. Can I tell you a secret story about how I got Steely Dan money? <laughs> Can I tell this yes. story? I've when, never uh, heard this story. Oh, actually, I let me just say that I was asked for my opinion. I'm trying to not say too much, but I was asked for my thoughts on getting a 19, an appropriate 1970s song into a video game trailer. They were looking for a song with the exact right tone. Okay. They knew they needed something from the 70s, but they had no idea what to put in there. And so uh -huh. my husband, who is, works, is highly placed on this game, came to me and I gave them a Steely Dan song. Mm -hmm. I said, this is the song you want. And they all listened to it. And it went through all the committees and they were like, yes. So they licensed the song. Wow. And um, now it's in the game and the trailer and Steely Dan got money. So you're welcome, Steely Dan. <laughs> got you a little paycheck. It's perfect. Well, it's time for have, Captain Johnson. I probably shouldn't have told that story. It, it, but you know what? I'm okay. It's it's all right. It's, you guys set sail your hats. into the sunset. Only because I just don't like to talk too much about Oscar and what he does, but like time for you to sign off. You're welcome, Steely Dan. So you You're can welcome. get on your boat and sail away. Step down a pop top. Something to something to something. I'm just waiting for you to say your name. How does it go then? Listen away again in Margaritaville. Oh. Something, something, shaker or something. I don't know how it goes. They make the only thing that would have been wilder about the Bolsonaro house is if it was in the Margaritaville encampment that exists out in Orlando. 100% oh there's a Margaritaville within a half a mile. 100%. Oh, there is. There's a huge Margaritaville like uh, planned community. Out there just is? In, yeah, in. Uh, Shut up. In the Orlando area. Yeah. Then. We have to look into where we're staying and we'll be looking into the Margaritaville plant community for rental yeah. houses. Uh, there is a large contingent. I read a great article about it because there is there are like rental homes and all that. But there is it is also a retirement community. 
Mm -hmm. So like you can retire to Margaritaville. I love it. Let's go. Let's dance. We're going this year and I'm bringing my hat. All right. I'm Maureen Johnson from New York and this has been Says Who. Oh, thank fucking God. If you like being a colado and getting cowed in the rain, if you are not into Uh, yoga, if you have half a brain, if you like making love at midnight, okay, Dex, it's time to go out.